Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. This is Saturday Magazine in its 27th year on independent Joy Media. Brought to you by Hyundai Australia, driving change. Mm-hmm. We are coming to you absolutely live from the Victorian Pride Centre in this Joy's 30th year. And for those of you with a sense of history, yes, yesterday, 30 years ago, was Joy's first broadcast. But today, 51 years ago, the Australian people decided it was time. They elected Gough Whitlam as Prime Minister. Remember that, Paul? No, you weren't alive. You weren't even thought of. Um, This is Saturday Magazine, Joy's current affairs show since 1996. And 2nd of December, 2023, Paul's on panel. James is on the front desk doing the phones. My special co-host this morning is Janet Jukes from Thorn Harbour Health and various other places. Good morning, Janet. How are you? Good morning, Macca. I'm fantastic this morning. What a miserable day weather-wise, isn't it? It was what it was a little bit difficult getting out of bed, I do need to admit. <laughs> and I had to drag the dog out of bed as well. He he'd taken up residence in the bottom of the bed. Yeah, and they're pretty hard to move. <laughs> Aren't they? Like, I had to throw him out. But they keep your feet warm. They, they do, yes. Not that uh, as a woman of a certain age I need that. <laughs> what sort of dog? <laughs> he's a schnoodle, a schnauzer oh, poodle. Oh, schnauzer poodle. Yeah, and he's six, but he behaves like he's about, th- you know, one. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. So <laughs> wanted to talk about um, World AIDS Day yesterday and, you know, Thorn Harbour Health has played, and it's obviously its predecessor, the Victorian AIDS Council Gay Men's Health Centre, has played a huge role, a central role, in our community's response to HIV AIDS back then and every year since and continuing. Um, tell us about HIV today wow. in terms of, I mean, Australia, we're in a a fortunate position in that, you know, treatments and the way that um, people are now uh, treated, sorry, people, how people, how the community at large uh, reacts to people with HIV AIDS. Tell it, but worldwide. A world, a world of difference, isn't it? It is. Well, you know, um, we, we, I mean, obviously HIV. It's the other. It's the other pandemic, isn't it? The, uh, yeah. You know, and um, you know, there are, currently there are about 30, 39 million people, nearly forty million people wow. living worldwide with HIV. Um, there's about one point three million new diagnoses a year of um, of of HIV, and to date, there's been about forty million people who've died of AIDS worldwide. But you know, the the thing is, I mean, I first st- I worked at ACON back in the nineties. Yes. Uh, so a long time ago, and um, when we were all young and pretty, macca, and <laughs> <laughs> and um, and it was a different world then. And I think it's really it's a different you know where we're what we're facing now with HIV, particularly in Australia and the and the developed world is 
you know, elimination is, is is within sight. And in fact, the Australian government launched yesterday a new strategy, yep. the uh, Victorian Task Force, HIV Task Force, or the Australian HIV Task Force um, launched a new strategy, which sets the goal of eliminating HIV in Australia, or as in um, not eliminating everybody living with HIV. Unfortunately, we don't have a cure yet, but um, eliminating um, um, preventable new transmissions um, by 2030, so six years away. It is. And I was at the um, uh, the city of Yarra, Melbourne Polytechnic and Thorn Harbour. There was an event during the week uh, for the, the AIDS Garden. Memorial Garden at mm. Fairfield. And thinking back to those times, you know, when that was established, when Fairfield Hospital was the only safe place pretty much for anyone with uh, HIV AIDS. I think I think the thing about Fairfield and and also in Victoria and Australia our response was led by the community. Yes. And and what made Fairfield a really special place was because um, our community made it our communities made it our place yes. for us to be able to care for each other and 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 um, and to build a service response. And you know Keith Harbour was a really big part of that. He mm. was one of the first users of our um, peer support programs, but he was, uh, and obviously he's one of our founding yeah. um, uh, original presidents and, uh, on the founding board. So he was he was um, incredibly uh, influential in developing that model. But wh- where we're at now is really, really important for everybody to understand. So we've now got, so basically the strategy to elimination is the 90-90-90 strategy. And that means 90% of people who have HIV know they've got HIV. Ninety percent who have who ninety percent of people with HIV are on treatments. Yep, and that means and that ninety percent of those people on treatments have suppressed viral loads so that they can't transmit new HIV. And, and that's such a all those ninety percent that 90, shows 90, 90, you, yep. shows you how effective. Um, the treatments are, and that's and prep the, and the and policy. Pep. That's yeah. right. And if you achieve, you know, the epidemiologists tell us that if you achieve that ninety, 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 then you'll virtually eliminate mm. new transmissions because the virus will be so rare in the community. You won't get that. Uh, you know, though, you'll get um, very few transmissions. There'll still be some people who get HIV, and um, but the key is that people know about the HIV status. They test. They have access to testing and then they have access to treatments. And that's the big challenge, I think, with the new strategy. So in Australia, we've got 91% of people with HIV know their status. 91% are receiving, are, are receiving treatment. And MACA, 97% of those who are being treated had suppressed viral load. So really, really, yeah. really valuable to undetectable levels, which means they can't remit transmit so u u equals u undetectable yes untransmittable yes that's amazing when you when we look back at the the progress the real progress that's been made um and think back all those years ago janet you know Mm. you and i have been let's say warriors (laughs) for a very long time Well, i went to the um the the memorial candlelight memorial last night and I, i don't usually go to them just because i find it really emotional yeah. and and I've got to say <clears throat> yesterday was no exception last night was no exception with the candlelight memorial because that's where people come along and yes. they remember and they and they light a candle and um say the names and I find it really there's just you know as you know anyone who was involved in HIV in the 90s and the 80s 
there were a lot of people who died, and they were young men largely. Yes. Um, last night was about celebrating positive women, and that was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it was a really, really beautiful um, recognition of that organisation, the amazing things that positive women have done um, supporting uh, women and children with HIV. Yeah, it's... Um, I don't think any of us thought all those years ago that we would be in the no. the fortunate position we're in now. And we're in this fortunate position because of a community-led response, uh, almost totally bipartisan political support, although sometimes it waxes and wanes a bit. But, you know, we can feel really proud of where we are, but also, you know, the those who are living who who are living with HIV AIDS and are, and are with us um a lot of them you know they didn't think they would be here and they're here because of the responses that we've had and the amazing treatments and i think the other thing about um i mean there's really two other key issues so one is you know who would have thought right who would have thought that i mean it was always the goal that we might eliminate HIV yeah. within my lifetime i didn't believe it was going to happen um, and uh, and then the other means we've got to survive another six years. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's only transmissions, and yes. and, I, and I guess the thing is the job's not done, right? So the job's not done until there's nobody who lives with HIV yeah. in the world, and we're a really really long way from achieving that. I mean, um, eliminating. Um, Virtually eliminating new transmissions in Australia is one thing. Um, uh, being able to achieve it in countries that don't have the, um, you know, fabulous um, regimes and, you know, uh, funded medical systems that we do. And, and I think that the other big thing is that the last bit's the hardest bit. And so at the moment there are people in in Victoria and Australia who don't have access to Medicare because yes. they're, they're um, refugees or new arrivals or... Um, overseas students and um, so they you know it's really expensive and sometimes impossible for them to find out their HIV status and get onto treatments and maintain that, those treatments so um, you know Medicare funding for um, pathology would make a really huge yes. difference um, at the moment pathology is really really expensive so these are the sorts of barriers that will you know trip us up and, and mean that we don't meet our goal of the 2030 but it's um, but it's possible and the new strategy you know, launched by the Victor by the Australian government um, a couple of days ago, um, sets out that plan. And I think back, you know, some of the uh, really important uh, initiatives that were taken, um, Melbourne Sexual Health Centre, when John Thwaites, mm. as health minister, uh, started the serious funding of that organisation. But one of the keys to it was that, if you didn't have a Medicare card, there was provision within the budget for people who didn't have access to a Medicare card to be tested. Yeah. And that was a game changer. Well, there's been a lot of innovation around testing now too. There's, yeah. you know, in South Australia, through our SAMESH program, we're running a, a vending machines in universities yes, I love that. To, um, so that people can self-test. So there's, you know, there's lots and lots of ways now to, uh, you know, lots of ways that people can get tested. But there's a, you know, if you're somebody who can't access medical care, um, then there's a, there continues to be a whole lot of barriers. I mean, not least... Uh, and one of the things that was talked about a lot last night uh, amongst positive women was stigma, you know, discrimination yes. and stigma. And stigma remains, you know, the number one barrier, I think, for lots of people being able to achieve 
um, good treatments and, and, and even just getting over that barrier to support to find out their HIV yeah. status and and, um, and live a really long and healthy life, which is absolutely possible if you're HIV positive. It is. Not possible 30 years ago. No. Absolutely possible now. And I think that the whole of the LGBTIQ and broader HIV communities need to pat, give themselves a great big pat on, pat on the back because that's our effort. We did that here in Australia. There's never a shortage of battles. <laughs> Sadly, no. You are on Saturday Magazine on Joy 94.9. Just a quick uh, before our next guest who's joined us in the studio, uh, and that is David Southwick, the Deputy Leader of the Victorian Opposition, and we'll speak to him in just a moment. Following David, uh, Graham Willett, a well-known historian in our community, he's done a pre-record for us, which is around Joy's 30th birthday. After the 11 o'clock news, for those of you who didn't know, uh, ex-Premier Dan Andrews spoke at our AGM on Monday night, and uh, we're replaying that, so I'm sure there are lots of media out there that want to uh, hear what he said. They know some of what he said, but they want to hear what he said. And then following that, uh, Harriet Shing, the Minister for Equality. You are on Saturday Magazine, Joy 94.9, with Macca and Janet. Stay with us, because guess what? There's more. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.